0: You must have the strength and the resolve and the courage to pursue that idea even when the rest of the world thinks you're insane.
1: That's Malcolm Gladwell and this is the Depression Detox Show. Welcome back to the Depression Detox Show, where we share ideas and stories to help you live a happier life. I am your host, Malik Josephs. Happy Tuesday. Appreciate you tuning in with me today as we have someone that I love, love, love to hear speak. I have been trying to get Malcolm Gladwell on the show for a At least a year and I'm so happy that I found the clip and I hope you really enjoy it. I get so immersed in his talks that I just lose track of time. It reminds me of Brene Brown because he does the same for me as well. But going back to Malcolm Gladwell, he is thought-provoking. He's an author of several books, five being New York Times bestsellers. He's the co-founder of Pushkin Industries, which is a podcast audio company that produces over a dozen podcasts that have a very unique way of integrating audio and the real life experience. And two of the most notable podcasts of Pushkin Audios is the Happiness Lab hosted by Yale professor, Dr. Lori Santos, who we've had featured on the show and revisionist history hosted by Malcolm Gladwell himself. Which brings us to today's clip. So if you or someone you know who is interested in starting a business or a side hustle that one day will become a business, then this is an excellent episode for you. Because in this clip, he shares the three most essential character traits that you need to have in order to be a successful entrepreneur. And he does it in his own Malcolm Gladwell way by using his amazing ability to storytell, to illustrate his ideas. So without further ado, let's jump into this one with Malcolm Gladwell. Enjoy.
0: The word that we use to describe that kind of person is disagreeable. And I don't mean that as, as a synonym for obnoxious. Disagreeable is the term that psychologists use to describe people who do not require the approval of their peers to do what they think is correct. So when you look at entrepreneurs as a group and you analyze their personality, what you discover is that entrepreneurs have are essentially people with three personality traits in combination. They are first of all Incredibly open, they are imaginative, right? They have, that makes sense. They have really, really original creative ideas. They are, secondly, conscientious. That is to say, they have the discipline and the focus to bring those ideas to fruition. And right away, by the way, when you look at those two ideas, you realize how, why it is so rare to find good entrepreneurs. There are lots of people who are imaginative but not conscientious, right? If you doubt that, I'll, we can go on a journey down over to the mission and I can show you lots of people working in coffee shops on screenplays that will never bear the light of day. That is creativity without uh, focus, right? Without conscientiousness, right? Similarly, I can take you to see my accountant and I will show you discipline and focus without creativity, thank God, right? (laughs) By the way, I don't know if I want an accountant who's got a lot of imagination, right? So it's rare to have those two things in common, but then the third thing that entrepreneurs must have is they must be disagreeable, right? It's not enough to have a great idea and the focus and the conscientiousness to see it to fruition. You must have the strength and the resolve and the courage to pursue that idea even when the rest of the world thinks you're insane, right? Time and time again, if you look at the stories of extraordinarily uh, important entrepreneurs, there is almost always a moment when they are the only ones who believe in the value of what they're doing. You know, I tell in my book the story of, my book, David and Goliath, the story of um, Ingvar Kamprad, the guy who founds IKEA. And the crucial moment in the, in the story of IKEA is when he faces a boycott from the other furniture manufacturers in Sweden, and he's about to go out of business. And in desperation, he moves his operations across the Baltic Sea from Sweden to Poland and sets up shop in Poland. And that's what IKEA is. IKEA is essentially furniture ship flat made in Poland. That's the original elevator pitch for IKEA. What's interesting about that is he does it in 1961. At the height of the Cold War, at a time when East and West, communist world and free world are closer to outright war than at any other time in history, a guy living in the West, Sweden, crosses the pond to Poland, the Iron Curtain, and sets up shop. You cannot imagine what a controversial move that was. That's like, that would be like Walmart opening operations in North Korea. Literally, it's on that level of kind of eyebrow raising, you've got to be kidding me, who is this guy kind of thing. But he does it and he persists and he turns his back on all those critics. Why? Because he is a deeply disagreeable person. Didn't need people to agree with him, right? And that's how he's able to build IKEA into this extraordinary runaway success story. That's very hard to do. As human beings, we are hardwired to want the approval of our peers, right? I remember once, in one of my books, I was hanging out with this guy who, kind of John Gottman, who would videotape couples and would, uh, could predict just by looking at a videotape snippet of couples talking to each other with almost perfect accuracy whether they would still be together in one year's time and just by reading the emotions on their face. And his, one of his big points is that if you see, emo, if you see contempt on the face of one of, or one or either or both of partners in a relationship, that relationship is doomed. Why? Because contempt is the emotion of exclusion. It's the emotion that says, I, don't, I can't even deal with you anymore. And the minute we see that in our partner, we're finished. We can't deal with that kind of rejection, right? We have to leave. That's how deeply the desire to be wanted and to be approved of is part of our DNA. But someone like Comprade or Malcolm McLean has that unique ability to stand up in the face of that kind of ridicule and shrug. They have the courage of their convictions.
1: Big thanks to Malcolm Gladwell for stopping by. Now, there's a ton of resources that I'm going to share with you to connect with him and his work. But if you go to his website, you can find all the resources that I'm going to be sharing with you. So starting with that, his website is gladwellbooks.com. His Instagram is Malcolm Gladwell. His Twitter is Malcolm Gladwell, which he is very active on Twitter. His newest and latest book is entitled The Bomber Mafia, A Dream A Temptation, and The Longest Night for the Second World War. And I have links also to Pushkin Audios and all the links to his New York Times bestsellers as well as his podcast, The Revisionist History. So all of those will be in the show description so you can go and check that out. And that is a wrap for me. When you get a chance, please follow the show and share it with someone you think will find tremendous value from the messages that our speakers share, or feel free to leave a rating and review on Apple podcast or Spotify podcast. I thank you so much for that. I appreciate you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day and I'll see you back here tomorrow. So until then stay strong later.